Say again? Check, 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 check. All right, perfect. And uh, I have one more. I have no idea what's even going into that, so Just screw two. it. Just two. That's Chris Farley. <laughs> one, two, three. And no one ever gets it. What's that? We're doing what now? Oh, really? Well, we'll do the best we can. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the 21 Gun Podcast, the official podcast of Irreverent Warriors. This is our uh, Christmas show, and you'll notice that this is the first time we're coming to you live, uh, actually live. Like, this is happening right now, but of course, if you're listening to the audio, it's not really happening right now. So it's like a big Twilight Zone weird thing that we're in right now and i'm going to be obsessively messing with these levels here um but yeah that's just the way it is so i'm going to start a oh yeah i'll introduce everyone if anyone knows uh this is mike stojic the uh, co-owner of the lovely revival 1869 which is uh right in the heart of clayton north carolina they are a i like to call them a whiskey bar but mike would say they're like a craft cocktail bar um and whiskey and whiskey. That's it. But whenever people tell me, I'm like, oh, there's a great whiskey joint down in... It's both. Mm, very good whiskey. I actually learned about whiskey and bourbon and all the fine details of this wonderful spirit from Mike. Uh, I thought I knew what whiskey was when I was drinking Jameson only. And then Mike's like, no, dude, come here. And it was like uh, Breaking Bad, he opens up his liquor cabinet and there's 50,000 different types of bourbon and he's like, it was like a Jedi warrior. He's like, come my son and I will teach you, I will teach you the way. And he taught me and now I'm, I'm hooked. Well, no, I'm not hooked. That would be a bad thing, wouldn't it? I, I don't know. <laughs> I guess it depends on your definition of <laughs> That is true. And then over here, and bad. over here chiming in, who's actually out of the light. I don't know. Can you see him on the light? Okay. He looks good. All right, good. All the time, man. I look good all the time. Is, Every time, on this is it's Paul beard, Cardenas. Brother. He is the yeah, uh, yeah. owner and founder of uh, Uncommon Valor, uh, which is a clothing apparel that. Well, go ahead. You tell your story. Uh, yeah, Uncommon Valor is a uh, veteran-owned and operated clothing uh, apparel. We do athletic clothing and we do T-shirts, uh, and that's pretty much uh, pretty much what we do. We awesome. Try to, and we try to support our first responders and our uh, our veterans in the area. And you guys do that a lot. I see you. Um, on your Instagram feed, you're always taking pictures with cops and stuff like that. And, yes, sir. Uh, that's pretty good. And I heard that you're going to be the next. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. I won't do that. Don't do that to me. I'm going to start a new tradition um, <clears throat> with the Wait What If podcast. Oh, no. Whoa. Uh, with the 21 Gun podcast. Uh, that was my old show. We're going to start a new tradition this week. And that's going to be starting with, I don't know what really to call it. We're going to maybe call it the Warrior of the Week. Um, and it is going to be brought to you by Joe Medicine Crow. I found this guy because he has the coolest name I've ever heard. His name is Joe Medicine Crow, and he is the last war chief. Uh, he was an army, um, I want to say he was an NCO. Okay, so to become a war chief in the Crow Nation, you have to do four things. So there'll probably never be a war chief again. The first thing you have to do is you have to touch an enemy without killing him. Uh, you have to disarm an enemy. You have to lead a successful war party and come back alive and then steal an enemy's horse. So the first three, there's probably a lot of people in the current um, uh, conflicts that could easily fit into that category. <laughs> but stealing a horse, unless I guess you're out in Afghanistan or <laughs> yeah, something yeah. like that. Maybe it's, a donkey. I don't know. I haven't seen so any horses out there. This guy was in it's World camels. War II. Yeah, camel. That too. Steal a camel. Yeah. <laughs> this guy was in World War II, <laughs> and he uh, he was he was on a patrol, and he bumped into a German soldier, knocked him over, 
uh, the German dropped his rifle, and this guy was so badass, he felt bad to have a rifle and this guy not having a rifle. He felt like it was an unfair fight, so he drops his own rifle and proceeds to fight the guy and chokes him out, but keeps him alive. And so he touched, so he disarmed the enemy. Uh, he touched him, right? Because so, I guess that's the thing. Oh, without killing him. Uh, what was the other thing? Oh, and then a few weeks later, he was he was tasked with going to the Siegfried Line. I believe that's what it's called out in France. Is it the Siegfried Line? Or the... Yeah, uh, there was some line <laughs> in France in World War II that they put up after World War One. So his job was to go in there and set up. I guess he was an engineer to blow uh, their way through the defenses oh, there. Yeah, and he was the first American to cross. Uh, you got a bronze star for it. So there's oh, there's three, and then the fourth one, they were going to attack a farmhouse where there were a bunch of uh, German soldiers holed up, and he looked and he saw this uh, a bunch of horses in the back. And they were German horses, because in World War II, they still used German horses. And he felt bad. He was so badass, he was like, we got to go in there and kill all of them, but I'm going to feel bad if I, if I hit the horses. So he sneaks in, jumps on a horse, and leads all the other horses out as the other guys are attacking in the front. And so he officially stole the, uh, the, his enemy's horse. God, that's incredible. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> so he became known. That's Joe Medicine Crow. Look up the story. It's pretty cool. Do you think, do you think he was... Um he, get, he knocked those top first three out, and he's like, fuck, now I got to find a horse to steal. I know. <laughs> he's like, oh, my, there it is. Now I'm going to come up with a reason to take that horse. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, got, I got the in. trifecta. I got I to gotta <laughs> yeah, finish yeah. it out, man. Do they know Do they know that they're going to – I doubt it because, I mean, but you look at the stories of the guys who win the Medal of Honor – and none of them are like, oh, you know, if I do this, I could win. You oh, know, no, it's, it's, I know. I'm make more of a joke than anything. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he went in. I, <laughs> He's like, now where do I find my next German horse? <laughs> right. I don't think he went in with that. But but now that everyone knows about it, maybe they will. <laughs> maybe the next group that goes, I'm going to be a. I'm going to find a fucking horse. Yeah. He doesn't want to be a war chief. Exactly. That's so sweet. badass. We've got to modernize those rules for yeah. <laughs> 2020. Steal a car. You know what I mean? you got to steal. Steal a car, touch yeah. a Taliban. Touch a Taliban. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, tonight's episode is going to be it's supposed to be whiskey and questions, and then the winner of the show is going to take home a bottle of bourbon, uh, which I brought. The, the prize is over there. Hooray! Uh, the scoring is solely by me, uh, so I'll let you Rigged know. Jer- already. Jeremy is supposed to be here and part of the competition, <laughs> but he's out. Uh, watching Star Wars, and he's like, "Dude, I'll be there. It's a two and a half hour movie, and the movie starts at six. Last time I checked, when you go check out a movie, it's about forty-five minutes of credits, credits, and then a two and a half hour. He's not going to be out of there until ten, so I don't think yeah. Jeremy Walton is going to make it here. So, Jeremy, I'm sorry, you're probably not going to win the booze. It's going to be <laughs> one of us three. And since I'm running the numbers here, <laughs> Kevin's probably going to win. Now yeah, I, joke, I joke. I um, joke. <laughs> So before I get into that, I wanted to bring up something that I, I learned about. You guys are reading my notes. You're going to see ahead of what I'm talking about here. Sorry, man. <sighs> you guys are both entrepreneurs. I can't read anyway, so you not about me. Marines. Yeah. Uh, you guys are both entrepreneurs. There's a, a level of risk to, <laughs> to be an entrepreneur, right? You go from idea, and then you got to take the leap to put your money down and actually make a product, whether it's you know the experience of coming to a bar like this or a sexy pair of uh, silky shorts, there you go, which yeah. I'm wearing right now. Those are nice. They did a study just recently. Have you guys ever heard of taxo, taxo, toxoplasmosis? Nope. 
Never. So taxoplasmosis, I keep saying it wrong. Tox, I, I work in medicine. I'm almost kind of sort of this close to being a doctor. Almost a doctor. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Eight more years. I'm Eight almost sort years. of a doctor. <laughs> I'm a so that's a more year <laughs> So toxoplasmosis gondii is a disease that you get from cat shit. And now, I don't know <laughs> if it's just being exposed to cat shit, touching cat shit, um, breathing it. I don't is know. Is it like the hantavirus that you get from rat shit? No, no, because hmm. this one's pretty cool, I guess, as cool as Wait, these things can be. It's not a virus. It's a, <laughs> it's an a, it's a parasite. So what ends up happening is this <clears throat> virus, or again, this parasite gets into the cat shit. It exposes, like, mice and rats and other varmint to it. They lose their, uh, what's that word I'm looking for? Like, like when you take risks. They lose their inhibitions. Oh. And they actually become attracted to cat piss and to cats. Hmm. And so they go near them, and the cats eat them. Consume the parasite, shit it out again, and the beautiful circle of life continues. Wow. Humans are the only other things that can get affected by this. And so what wow. they found in studies, this is a lovely Christmas uh, uh, topic. What they found in studies <laughs> is that there's a lot of people who've been exposed to it. And whenever they test it, I, I, I can't quote you the actual name of the study. But they did these postmortems, and they found that these guys who were dying in like motorcycle crashes, entrepreneurs, soldiers, um, police, fire, all that, had the antibodies for toxoplasmosis in them. So it, they think there's some sort of crossover there that humans are also affected with this and end up taking risks. So you guys might be taking risks because of your exposure to cat shit. This could be true because I grew up with cats. You did. I'm, I'm, I'm straight up a cat guy. I don't like dogs at all. You're I think a horrible little, person. I just, I just can't stand them. Really? <laughs> it's not that I can't stand them. They're just so needy and I don't like the neediness. But cats, you know, they come around and hang out. And they cats are assholes. They, they are no, assholes. No, they're nice. They're, they're fun. They're fun and they're funny. But so the point of the story is, I grew up with talk, cats. Talk more into your. I grew up with oh, cats. Oh, that's that far. Oh, right, right there. Good. Okay, there you go. Uh, no, so you know, I've been around for a long time. <laughs> I want to stay into the microphone. So, Mike, Army is going to beat Navy today. What do you think is going to be their uh, plan to enter? <laughs> Except <laughs> that they didn't. Like, that's what I feel like. Uh, we're so doing there we here. go. Little sportscasters. But, but uh, okay, go ahead. I don't know. Maybe there is some toxoplasmosis because I like. Well, I don't ride fast like I used to, but riding motorcycles, I used to you ride, ride motorcycles. fast and, I mean, and that alone, right there. Foolish, foolish, but now I'm older, so I don't... I flew remember. aircraft at high rates of speed. <laughs> yeah, uh, Paul, that's what we do. I, I just, believe you were a machine gunner. I was, yeah. We ran around with big guns on the ground and... Well, I was also a combat yelled, engineer. Yelled, kill, kill, kill. And talking about military yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did well, all I mean, the... Yeah. I used to run a demo Pew, 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 pew. Yeah, so that's, so exactly what it, yeah, that's exactly what it sounds, but at a faster rate, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so researchers found that students with toxoplasmosis were 1.4 <coughs> times more likely to be a business major than those who weren't. Oh. Which, which I think mm. is weird because I don't think either of you were, have your MBA or anything no. like that. No, right? I have no intentions of it either because yeah, yeah. it doesn't. Negative. That's great if you want to get into the corporate world, but I don't know if it really does much for the entrepreneur. Although there's some really great entrepreneur programs, like NC State's got a really great one. Yeah. Um, you know, and so I think they might even have an MBA for it. But I know there's a focus of study that's entrepreneur. Did you did you always have the idea that you were going to open up a bar or that you were going to go into a business? Me? Yeah. yeah. What, that was always the intent. I didn't know how I was going to do it, but that was kind of the goal. While I was, I remember, shoot, man, I remember sitting in Iraq in 2008, having the conversation, seven and eight, having the conversation with all my buddies, like, what do you want to do when you get out? Which is kind of, you know, what a lot of guys do when they sit around and while they're deployed. Yeah, yeah. I said, man, you know what? I remember I was waiting tables and bartending in college and I really liked it and it's just 
you can create an amazing experience for people and it's a lot of fun the industry is just a lot of fun so i'm going to do that and then um what year is it now? 20, almost We're almost at 2020. Yeah, when did I open? 2017? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so you're looking a decade later. I finally opened it. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And and do you think that – so how, how do you learn this? I mean, if I, like right now if I said I have a concept, my concept is going to be this. I, I just don't think I have the innate ability to be like, okay, what? I, there's so much shit I wouldn't even think about, right? Well, one part of it is I did about five years bartend, so I already knew – the industry right some right. of it and then the other part of it is as far as getting it started well it's like we plan anything else so marines know this we back plan so if we know there's an objective and that's where we need to go and what we need to do well we back plan off of that and we, okay. we back plan the timelines we back whatever we need we, yep. we try to think about all those things and really the best way to do it is by back planning right. i found so if you're sitting here at zero and you're like well how do i get to 100 counting one two three four all the way up to 100 doesn't always get the job done. Sometimes you got to start at 100 and count backwards. And it really makes you see things from a different perspective a lot of times. Yeah. And then you can make decisions and, uh, yeah, really plan off that. Because there's a lot of things you won't think of until you come at it from that different angle. So I I always press pushback planning. I have a, I have a business idea. Okay. I'm just going to run it by you. And if you guys <laughs> want in, just let me know. I want to start a veteran coffee company. I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it Big Guns Coffee. <laughs> and maybe we'll make t-shirts. What do you think? Is that like a... think there's a market for that? Not at all. <laughs> yeah. No, there's no Look, market for... Because I haven't seen a veteran bur- coffee there's no There's yet. no veteran coffee or bourbon or, or anything. T-shirts. Or t-shirts. <laughs> there's no clothing line. No one's going to buy that stuff. So. Or a veteran podcast. Or podcast. Yeah. There's no... There's yeah. no... <laughs> it's a wide open area. <laughs> but you know what? I, I guess in that... You know, you, we can talk about that. Like, how original do you have to be? I mean, every widget is probably, unless you're talking about something so technologically advanced that you really can't imagine it yet. But everything, coffee shops, uh, clothes, everything's been been done before. How do you make yeah. it your thing and make it your thing successfully? I think you have to have, uh, you got to bring something different to the table. Um, you really have to have your own kind of niche, I feel like. Uh, you know, not to give anybody kind of a FaceTime. But Talk a little more into your mic there. Not to give anybody kind of FaceTime, but, you know, Grunt Style has their own type of thing. You right. know, BRCC has their own type of thing. You know, talk about coffee and the yeah, yeah. Uh, Lead Slinger, uh, the whiskey. They have their own, you know, that, that type of thing. And uh, I just think you really got to bring your own your own niche, your own kind of flavor, if you will, flavor right. to the table and just kind of uh, put that out there. And How about – I think it's know, also um, – to, to go along with that, I've always said it's the experience is yeah. what matters more than anything. Okay. Because at the end of the day, what we're creating is an experience for people. And if you're just another brand on the shelf and you don't yeah. have that experience that people can buy into and relate to, yep. well, then you're not going to make it. But if you can create something that people, there's some sort of personal collection or there's there's an experience, mm-hmm. then you, you'll do well. So, yeah. I mean, everything I do is about creating an experience about for people. And then also some of it is for me, um, and I don't know how this translates to uh, fashion or the clothing industry, but answering a frustration for people too. A lot of times people have frustrations they don't realize. And if you can help them with that, take away that frustration and make life a little bit better for them, well, then you're in. I mean, that's another way to do it. So part of it's experience. And another thing is, is instead of following a passion, I always, I don't 
necessarily agree with like, well, my passion is this. I think it's like, well, I have a frustration because this doesn't exist or this type of thing doesn't exist. And I can't possibly be the only one with that frustration. And if I can answer that frustration for people, then uh, perhaps I can be successful. Well, you know, to to answer a frustration for somebody is almost like to relate to that person. Well, they'll relate a lot more because, you know, some people see art and they're like, wow, that's really cool. Yeah. Well, they'll see this and they'll be like, oh, it's a bar. That's really cool. But one of the things we did here was is the high-end cocktails and, the, yeah. and the, all the whiskeys didn't exist. So it was a – for some people, it's a frustration because now yeah. they got to drive 30 minutes in the Raleigh. Yeah. And I can provide the exact same thing here. So I answered yeah. a frustration whether they knew it or not. Yeah. I took away that frustration. Yeah. And then it becomes a passion, you know, in time. You know, by fixing that frustration for people, it kind of becomes your passion. You know, that makes sense. I got. Let me ask this real quick. What about the idea of so? Um, little shout out to the drinking bros because they need it. They need a little bit of help. You know, getting. <laughs> yeah, but, that, uh, that uh, six point five million yeah, uh, yeah. views. It's nothing, yeah, man. Nothing compared to what we're doing. Them, obviously, so I yeah. help them out. You know, when I can. <laughs> but um, now I just lost my train of thought because I said that. Uh, shout out, bringer bros. Yeah, there was a point to, to saying that, but all right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're running for their local office. They're running for. Oh school yeah, yeah. Board, I right? seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see yeah, saying yeah. that. Yeah. And the idea behind <laughs> it is, and, it, and it's a noble idea, right? All politics is local politics. Yeah. Uh, because that's where you're going to see the most difference. Should someone who's who's thinking about being an entrepreneur, someone who wants to start something like that, should they think local first? Should they think, or can you just go? Do you know what? I'm going to sell T-shirts to America. Oh, well, if you're selling clothing, I mean, this is this this is how I looked at it. Um. I keep looking at myself and I'm like, why Jesus, not start? I why not start locally? <laughs> uh, why not start small? Right. Uh, and the reason why we brought one here to Clayton, uh, you know, and to, to kind of answer, you know, kind of caveat off what he was talking about, uh, you know, answering or relating to a person, we brought that to the Clayton community and this, you know, our area. Uh, we try not to be the most expensive clothing company out there. Uh, we may not have the as many items as you know every other veteran company out there, but I think that's what we kind of pride ourselves on. It's kind of relating to that veteran, uh, that first responder, uh, or or what have you, and try to have those prices of the clothing to where they're not so you know astronomically like man, well I, you know that's that's a nice T-shirt, but I can't you know I don't really want to pay thirty-five dollars for that T-shirt, you know. So, right. Right. Um. So so we actually try to relate to. Uh, Bring it up closer. To uh, okay. people always forget answering, you know, that for them. But um, I actually forgot. I lost my train of thought. Actually, it's I don't right. know what's going on. It's the bourbon. Yeah, I think it's, it's the bourbon. This guy's serving at his yeah, bar. Yeah. I don't know what. It's, I don't know what it we is. We can we can move right along here because this is where the question is yeah. going to start. Now, I, I I can't promise that you're not going to read this here. So try not to read this because these, <laughs> okay, these are your answers. Yeah, are. Okay. I'm going to turn a little bit. Um, well, actually, the first thing I want to talk about, this isn't a question, but this is something that's been on my mind. Did you guys see on the Army-Navy game? Let me ask you a question. If I went like this to you, yeah. right, Yeah. I would punch you in the arm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And how long have we been doing things like that? Man, 2006 for me. I, for me, probably not. I mean, I don't know. This, guy, this guy was in before I was, so I don't know. But, uh, I mean, probably. high school sports. And, and you were in school longer. was like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And what did it mean? Yeah. It was just a stupid game. It was a stupid little punch thing. in the arm, and you keep, yeah. it, keep it moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's been something like, I remember all through the military, I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times someone be like, hey, did you see this? And they put the, and yeah. you're like, son of yeah. a bitch, or you can stick your finger in it, right? 
It's one of the oldest things <laughs> in the book. You can stick your finger. Well, in if it, you stick your finger in it, they don't get to punch you, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta just go by the force. So you do this. How far? Never heard that rule. Yeah. Yeah. Put your finger in it. Well, if you're quick enough, you know you got fast hands. It's like the dirtiest thing ever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. So it's been something that's been going on for so long. 4chan, which I actually, I, I read a lot of Reddit, but I don't do 4chan. Um, th- so there's a bunch of people on there that are just trolls, right? <laughs> that's what it is. It's Troll Central. Yeah. And they did a thing where it was the white power sign because everyone does it. So they said, how cool would it be if we, if we put out a thing that says this is the white power sign and start freaking everyone out thinking that there's a bunch of Nazis everywhere? Yeah. yeah. Fucked it up for all of us. What happened? No, oh, oh, no, I thought yeah. you were looking over here and you just said you found No, 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 no. I'm, I'm listening to your story. Okay. Sorry. So, so yeah. So, people start doing this and now they're going around saying it's a white supremacy sign, blah, blah, blah. Well, guys at the Army-Navy game were sitting behind the announcers or yep. we were talking or whatever. Yeah, and they're that. going like this, yeah, which I is funny it, yeah. as hell. Yeah. And they're saying, now there's an investigation. I shit you not. There's an investigation into the midshipmen and the uh, military academy students That's yeah, it's for white silly. supremacy. It's silly. We're we're getting foolish. It's, you think political correctness can only go so far, and then they yeah. and then they take away something like that. It's total horseshit, and it makes yeah, me so you're mad. Goddamn right it is. Yeah, because when you read the stories, people are actually talking about it like this is a problem. Like there's white supremacy in. Uh, uh, no, the military not. academy it's a bunch of silly and the naval shit that academy. Guys are doing just yeah, yeah, yeah. for the giggles of it. That's all. I just want to get you guys. A yeah, it's, it's just it's, it's just fun, man. Yeah, that's, that's the. That and I thought this is. I, I see that stuff on the news, and it's I'm like, this is trash. Well, fortunately, I, I can't read this stuff anymore. The news man. is trash. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah, it's, it really it's, is. It's, it's not trash. I don't even like watching local news anymore. I just no, no, no. All politics is local politics. Go out and ask your neighbor about town council and yeah. see where they're going to raise your taxes. That's where you're going to get your news. They have no idea. Yeah. Okay. So I just want to say, I want to get your uh, opinion on that. Okay, here we go. Question number one. This one's going to go to Paul because he's right. the furthest over there and can't read this. Okay. A woman in Utah was found dead in her apartment. She was 75 years old. Now, it was the typical story of the maintenance guy was trying to get in touch with her. He couldn't get in touch with her. They found her with her dead husband. She was five years his elder. She was 75. Okay. How old should her husband have been that they found dead? She was five years the elder? Yes. And she was 75? Yes. So he was 70. You would think he would be 70. First of all, finding two dead people in an apartment, it's not an everyday occurrence. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Once a week, but not every day. Uh, Yeah, maybe. I don't so, know, Raleigh's getting pretty crazy right now. So. so get this. This is a true story. I found this actually on Military Times. Mm. He was 59 years old. Was he, was he dead for that long? She stuffed him in the refrigerator oh. for 10 years. Oh. And I think I'm doing the math wrong, but whatever it was, for 10 wow. years. And she was collecting his VHX. <laughs> nice. Over $150,000 of, of, oh, uh, of uh, taxpayer money going to a dead <laughs> man in the freezer. Hey, man, people wow. do some crazy stuff, man, for, for money, I guess. 
Uh, yeah, I guess so. Do you know what? I, so I give her credit. Does she not have family or friends? How she was it like weekend at Bernie's and they came out? I, like, I guess so. Yeah. It's, it's, hey, Grandma. Yeah, I guess you don't go to the freezer. Got to the like, yeah, I'm pulling them. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. She well, she he's obviously on a, he's on a business trip. Oh, he's she obviously there, right? she <laughs> obviously didn't have a lot of people because they found her dead after several That's weeks, true, which is a common yeah. thing for elderly people. Well, hey, man, karma's a motherfucker. They didn't find man, him you know, dead for ten years. Well, no, they found him dead. Well, I mean, he was only fifty-nine years old. She he died. She stuffed him in the freezer. Yeah, but for 10 years? 10 years. For that's 10 what I mean. Years. Like, yeah, yeah, He'd they, been gone for 10 years and nobody noticed. Nobody knows. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's more remarkable than her being dead. Yeah, for like yeah. That's, that's you know crazy. what I mean? Like, yeah. I, so anytime anyone called for him, he was, he was like, oh, you oh, yeah, know, he's, he's, out in the back working like he does. Yeah, yeah, you, know? you know, he's working on the fridge. You know how he does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's gardening today. <laughs> so, Paul, since you did not figure that one out, yeah, or did man. you? You answered yeah. it right, I guess. But yeah. You, didn't. you know, I'm going to give you... Okay, half a point. 16 points. Okay, 16. You're going right. to get 16 points for that one. deal with that. Okay, That's Mike, this one's for you. Yeah. There's a lot of points there. The Army oh, is developing it. technology <laughs> You're not. that will allow troops to charge their electronics while they're going on rucks. So it goes into the boots, and as you ruck along, you're, you're creating power that will then charge equipment. Wow, it's awesome. Right? Yeah. What else can that technology do? Other than charge equipment? Yeah. Or am I supposed to tell you what equipment? What do you think? This, this is your question to see if you get it right. So what do you think? Now, this is the Army. So they're like, hey, that's a pretty good idea. Yeah, they got money to waste, huh? Let's, uh, just, let's, let's try to let's, figure this We could out. charge things by <laughs> yeah. rucking. I, I, don't know how, I don't know how to do it. but is, it's the, is, the, is Tesla in the game somewhere? Are yeah, they making no jetpacks or something? But there is, there is Elon a, Musk is in the background. They walk around and charge up their jetpacks so they can fly off. There is a second... <laughs> There is a second thing that this thing does. Fuck. Hmm. Oh. And it's a terrible idea. For the for the for the for the soldiers wearing it. Yes. It's probably some sort of like uh, armor or load bearing armor for like. No, I've wa- seen those. Those exoskeletons. So exoskeleton. exoskeleton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not one of those. No, it isn't. So you. So can, you're talking about what they're doing with the like. I, yeah. I don't understand what you're asking. So what what is? I what guess, else it's charging? I guess I'm going into. Well, what they're going to do with the electricity? Yeah, yeah. What else could this this technology? Lasers. Do? No. <laughs> it was a poorly written charges. I'll take it as a poorly I don't get the question. I'll take it as I it, mean it's charging what, com gear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cell phones. Cell I don't phones. Know. Flashlights. We had the Blue Force tracker. Blue I don't know if that still exists. Computers, yeah, yeah. Computers. So maybe batteries. Yeah. Like, it's charging batteries. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. else can it do? It is tracking where the soldiers are going. Oh, like a GPS. Like a GPS. Now let's think about this well, for a minute. Let's those. think about this for a minute. But how often do you wear your boots when you're in uniform? You all go home, you go to the, work, you time. go around work. You oh, so they're so it's so your it's com- every it's your commander will be able oh, to pull yeah. it up and be like, yeah. wait a minute, well, how is it charged? What, so yeah, the battery is in the boot that it's charging. I guess so they, they got the wires into it. I thought it was when they're on like a 15 mile hump or something, and they got the gear in the back, it and the wires are to the boots, and it's running a charge. It could be, it could be, but from what I read, it's something that's going to be in the boots that as you walk, it's it's constantly generating electricity. And well, then I would equipment. take those boots off immediately yeah, yeah. and <laughs> leave it put to other the other shoes. The, the only in asshole, my office, so I thought I was working all the time. The only <laughs> asshole that's going to get caught is that boot that comes out from you know SOI or, or the fleet and wears his combat boots with his jeans tucked in and in the. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah, am a marine okay. t-shirt with the I uh, stand that parade rest all over the place. Uh, uh, fucking. 
Is that there what they do? Brother. Is that what, what boots do? Geiger, yeah, they walk around with their little, boots on for. That's what and then they get destroyed by the gunny or the sapphire. <laughs> you don't make a lot of money when you're an, an E1, what E2, what, right? No, so they, what do you mean destroyed? I don't know. What, what do you mean by destroyed? You know, good and goddamn spoken well. Spoken to. I mean. Spoken to with a. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. I've, ne- I've never destroyed. Well. I've never destroyed anyone in my life. I don't know what you're talking about. That's what I mean when you see a. Mike, <laughs> in public wearing some dumb shit. Yeah, Mike right. gets three points. Oh man, because it was Dude, three points. Yep. You want to hear about my first time standing uh, duty in the barracks? This is my first time standing duty. You don't get points okay, for that, Paul. S- side story. It's not a question. Yeah. Well, you know, we were talking about boots. That was a boot, right? It's okay. a side story. Okay. We're about to leave Still for uh, for CAX in California. I was stationed in Hawaii, and uh, we're they, they told us where we were going. You know, we're going to Iraq, whatever. Um, and they were telling us where we're going in Iraq. Um, I'm standing. I'm standing duty. It's, it's my turn. Uh, Sar- Sergeant Hall, who stood before me, you know, came and got me. Now it's my turn. I'm standing. And I have to stand into the morning. You know, early into the morning. Uh, Sergeant Hall tells me, "Don't fuck it up." Where he's in dis- destroying my life, pretty much. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh fuck, I can't fuck this up." You know, I was like a PFC. Like, nah, I can't do that. So I'm sitting in the duty hall or the, uh, the duty hut and I'm making my rounds, trying to be a good PFC and. Uh, it's like midnight. I mean, I make my logs midnight. It starts getting about two o'clock in the morning. Did you guys have those, those lime green books? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah man. Still yeah, do. It says <laughs> duty log on the outside. <laughs> yeah, Bainers. Air Force even has those. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, anyhow, ambulance comes flying by the the barracks. I'm like, fuck, what's going on over there? One of our boots uh, tries to hang himself, or one of our, one of my peers tries to hang himself in his room. I'm a new private. I don't know what the hell to do, man. I'm over there beating on Sergeant Hall's fucking door. Sergeant Hall! <laughs> Sergeant Hall! This guy's trying to hang himself. And just he's actively, actively? Yeah, just do that. Yeah, and they call somebody, call, wow. the, call the ambulance, whatever, right? So, it's, I don't know. I guess this is horrible military humor. I'm laughing about it. It's probably not that funny to anybody else watching. But, uh, but it's funny. Uh, so, Sergeant Hall rips his fucking door open, dude, and he's like six foot four or five. He's a machine gunner. He's like, what? And I was like, uh, uh there's a. Another PFC, he tried to hang himself. And he just, you could just see how pissed off he was. Like, this motherfucker. He's like, wasting my sleep. Wasting my sleep time. <laughs> I got to be up in the morning to check in with the, you know. So he gets dressed. While he's getting dressed, the uh, battalion commander comes around. And uh, a regimental commander comes around, excuse me. And I'm sitting there. He shows up in a Hawaiian T-shirt, khaki shorts, and flip-flops. I don't know who this guy is. I've never met this guy in my life. I've been on the island for like a month and a half, two months maybe. So I'm sitting in the duty hut like, man, I'm trying to log this in. Talking to you right oh, I'm trying to log this in. This guy shows up, and he's like a six foot three, six foot four, five tall guy. And I look over at him. I'm just like, this old dude. I don't know. I didn't know who he was. I didn't look at There's pictures hanging in the duty hut. You know, I didn't look at the pictures. And he's like, uh, what's going on here, private? And I was like, oh. Nothing. Just sitting in my chair like nothing. He just bullshitting. It's like, oh, you don't know who I am. So automatically I'm like, shit, it's somebody important. And I fucked up already. He's in civilian clothes. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Well, he also looks old, so he should have. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, 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 and he had the high attack. I just didn't, man. I was. And then another guy goes UA. They come and report him gone. And so I have like some, some guy trying to hang himself. This is my first time staying. Hang himself in his barracks. We had to get the ambulance and the police out there. And then another guy, they report him. Hey, man, this guy, he's left. We're leaving for CAX tomorrow morning. This guy, he's bounced on a plane back to stateside. I have to log all this in the book. This is going down. 
<laughs> you know, in the logbook. We have to go with Sergeant Hall, report into the, you know, staff duty, man. Let them know what's going on the whole nine. Uh, it, was, I, it was funny to me, I guess, in my mind. It was, was kind of funny. Like, people trying to kill themselves. People going UA, trying to get out of deployment. Yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to get off. I'm trying to get through my first duty get the CACs, man. All right. Next question. You lose two points for that story. Oh, sorry. 75th, it wasn't uh, funny, so I guess. It was funny to me. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. <laughs> 75th anniversary, <laughs> Battle of the Bulge, happened two, two days ago, three days ago. I don't even know what today's day is, but it happened a few days ago. It was actually my birthday, uh, Battle of the Bulge. So the Army and the DOD and all its wisdom. <sighs> Remember, these are the guys sending us to war and, <laughs> and all that stuff. They post a picture on, the Twitter, on their Twitter account. Of, of someone in 1944 thinking, hey, here's the anniversary of the Battle of Bulge, 75th anniversary. Here's a World War II guy. <laughs> you know, they're in our minds. They posted the image of Joachim. Joachim? I don't think it's Joachim. Joachim? Joachim? Whatever. Piper. He was a panzer tank commander involved in the deaths of 84 American prisoners. <laughs> they posted an SS, that a Nazi, on their Twitter <laughs> celebrating the Battle of the Bulge. How uh how does uniform. that happen? Hey, there you go, man. There's another private. He's getting uh, he's getting destroyed somewhere by some, some <laughs> private Paul over here fucking it up again. Yeah, fuck it up again. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was uh it was the DOD and the the 10th Mountain. So it was two different organizations, uh, the DOD aye, and the 10th Mountain that posted a Nazi. Good for them. Oh man, man. Jesus Christ, that's, that's horrible. All. I read that and I was like, you got to be kidding me. Amen. Okay, here we go. This question is for Paul. All right. Try to get those points back. Yeah, hopefully. It's two points I lost. A bipartisan bill, that means both parties, is expected to be passed in the next few days, not, not the impeachment. And it's going to make this, this thing illegal for all military members under the age of 21. What is it? Uh, tobacco. Yes. Yep. Can you believe that huh. shit? No. How? Man, I was... Come on, man. That was like one of the things that kept me alive on post, man. After like... 15 hours of patrol, you know, and then going on for 10 hours of patrol, 11 hours. Like, hey, man, you got first, you got first watch for eight hours. Like, fuck. I think this is a direct <laughs> example of people. Make any dip? People Cigarettes? In yeah, yeah. People in Congress that didn't serve. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Oh, yeah. Well, I, not, ahead. yeah, that, but the legal age, the federal, the law is 18, 18 in America. Yeah. yeah, but you can't drink unless you're 21. Yeah, yeah, I understand that, but we're not talking about drinking. Yeah, we're yeah, talking yeah. about tobacco use. Yeah. Tobacco use in the America is 18. 18. Yeah. yeah, and it's like so now they want to make it their own rules. Their own, they yeah, want to make their own yeah, it's, it's gonna pass. Well, it's, and that's a shitty that's thing. Shitty, You're sending man. some 19 year old kid over yeah. to Afghanistan, sitting on the side of a mountain. You know the thing though. Um, yeah, it won't fucking it won't matter, man. Yeah, with all the um, they'll do it anyway. One um, and most of the, this is one of those stupid ass rules where you'll turn a blind eye to it. I know I would. Like, oh, I yeah. just would. I, I, I mean, I was, this is the most foolish thing. If the, if the law of the country is twenty is 18, mm. and then you're going to tell me I it's 21. Well, no, it's, it's going to go across the nation. It's going oh, to be 21. the nation going to be 21. Yeah, yeah. So nobody will be able to. And what the? What do they yeah, think yeah. they're really doing by creating these laws? It yeah. makes well, it worse. Government, government's there to save us. I know, us. but that's part of <laughs> I know they're the worst. The government is the. W you see the great job they're doing right now. Anyway, so they're trying. They're to doing a fantastic it. job. Yeah. I mean, they're getting that their involvement that horrible man out of, <laughs> out of office. That the, the man who's getting my four hundred one k. Oh, we're not supposed to go into politics. Yeah, we're supposed this to do politics on the show. No, um, I think it's pretty fucking silly. It doesn't actually matter when you think about all the vaping that's happening. There's no tobacco in that. Yeah, and there's like four people yeah. died. 
Yeah. So they're going to step in and they're like going to say popcorn lung. Popcorn stuff. lung, yeah. They're trying to get rid of the flavored yeah. stuff because they think like kids are getting turned on to it because it's flavored. <clears throat> kind of the whole argument they did with Joe Camel because it was a cartoon camel. And it's like, you're advertising the kids. No wonder kids are smoking more. Did they get like, rid of them? Can you not do Joe Camel anymore? No, Joe Camel's still a thing. It just doesn't. It's not a cart. They don't. They don't play it Saturday morning with the cartoons anymore. Oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, he's yeah. not like such an obvious cartoon like Chester Cheetah or Tony the Tiger, because Joe Camel kind of was. He was Who like a cool guy? dude. Chester Cheetah. No. Cheetos, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah Cheetos. Yeah, yeah. His name's Chester. Chester yes, Cheetah. Sir. I guess I didn't know that. <laughs> Uh, the only reason I know that is I just watched a YouTube. Uh, I watch a lot of dumb shit on YouTube, and it was how Cheetos are made, and it was like Chester Cheeto. <laughs> <laughs> and All the right. artist yeah. who designed and created Chester Cheeto is the same guy who created the Pink Panther, and, he makes and that's that, why they look similar. He's the guy that always smashes his head and he does that I, I, like that. Yeah. He shakes his head thing. Right. <laughs> he says it ain't easy being cheesy. No, it's stupid. The more rules you create, the more, the more, the youth is going to want to rebel against it and do it anyway. All right. So uh, Paul got that, uh, which gives him an even 20 points. That's right. I just keep losing. I know. Well, you didn't lose because um, you didn't get the question. All right. Slaying assholes over here right now. Mike, for 15 points, would you rather not shower for a week or wear the same clothes for one week, including underwear? There's a reason why I'm asking this question. Because probably have done this before. Well, the thing the thing is, is like I went th- over thirty days without showering right, when right. I was in when Iraq. <laughs> right. Yeah. We did. I did. It was over thirty. It was like f- under forty or somewhere over thirty under forty. I don't remember exactly what it was. Right. But the thing was, was I pretty much wore the same shit when I wasn't showering because it's all because I didn't want to like Stink I wore my socks. Yeah, my skivvies and all that is long because I didn't know when the next opportunity was to shower and to get my uh, my laundry washed. Okay. Because I didn't have we didn't have that stuff, so I was like, well, I'm gonna wear these socks out as long. So really, it's kind of both, man. I did. Yeah. It was both. <laughs> what was man? I'm showing a lot of thigh. I just pulled up the camera, and uh, I wish w- I had my silk. I think I'm. I am way. I am way overdressed. I would like to apologize to the people who are watching this. Way overdressed. I did not realize I was doing the. Um, I yep. was doing the. Uh, All I have is this my bear. balls are hanging out uh, between my legs. Remember, that, remember that movie where uh, uh, where she crosses her legs and she flashes them. Oh yeah. It's basic instinct. I was basic instincting oh, basic everyone instinct. with my thighs and my crotch. So I apologize I for that, everyone. This is new. This is a new experience for all of us. Doing live stuff in a live Christmas episode. <laughs> All right. So uh, for that long and wonderful answer that I realized. Anyway, uh, they're, they're one and the same to me. I mean, okay. You're not going to do it for, then you're probably going to wear the same shit for multiple days How about anyway. now that you're uh, civilian stateside? Well, I uh, have a washer and dryer and a shower, so I don't <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. All Kevin, right. what Mike, are you looking for, Mike man? Gets, what do you want? Mike gets zero points negative again? four points on that <laughs> one. Too <laughs> goddamn literal, six. man. That's my problem. You are <laughs> negative. You're negative four well, points now. I don't want to do either one of those. Paul's at 20. <laughs> Paul's at 20. This oh. is going to be an important one for him. If you had to Damn lose it. one sense, taste, smell, touch, sight, hearing, which one would it be? Oh. Are you pounding rippets over there? Uh, shout out to Rain. <laughs> Good thing you're asking. I just... Uh, Energy drink, man. I've I've been killing myself lately this past week to get stuff done around the house and running two businesses and which which wasn't the question, Paul. Mm -hmm. The the question Um, was. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, there's a lot on the line here, Paul. Is there a right answer? 
Yes. I, I don't think so, oh. man. I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to lose something. any of them, but well, I guess if choose. I had to. Probably, I mean, I guess taste. That's a rough one. That's a rough one. Uh, because you said what? Sight, hearing, touch, touch, taste. Smell, taste. Yeah, because smell. you know you will still be able to taste through smelling it. So a Maybe. lot of our taste is derived from some of the smell. Yeah, but your tongue. I mean, that that gets a well. Lot of you're taste losing. On that. You're losing some of that taste, but you can still think of a steak, right? Well, I bet you that the right answer is probably smell, huh? No, it was actually sight. So you lost really? ten points on that one. Uh, so now you're. T- well, well, I'm still fifteen <laughs> points ahead of Mike. Why so is okay. it sight? You I'm joking. I'm joking. Zero points. The point of this is it doesn't make sense. All oh, right. It doesn't make sense at all. I was like, I want to keep my. Sight. I guess it'd probably be like your preference of what you want to lose. Okay. Taste is a good one. Yeah. I'd probably lose taste too. Probably lose taste. Yeah. Yeah, because sight and hearing. How do? Do you ever see the, the Helen smell. Keller story? Smell. Where she was. But my dog before he died. My dog before he died. No hearing, no sight. <laughs> think about how messed up that would be. I think I will. I think I would want to lose taste. Helen yeah. Keller. Yeah, yeah. Hel- you yeah, can't straight see. Helen I mean, where are you? Like, like your vision and your hearing. I wonder what is happens inside of your mind. It's like being in um, solitary confinement. You except you can feel people. Yeah. Well, you can still talk. Oh no, you can't hear. Well, yeah, you could talk. I guess what she her issue was she lost her hearing and sight at a very young age, so she couldn't talk. Mm. Um, they ended up I, like she had to feel people's hands to learn how to do sign language. Weird. But that would be that would be insane. I don't. I mean, I guess if it happens to you, you got to do it, right? I mean, yeah, what are you going to yeah. do? Kill yourself? What, yeah, yeah. Well, there was a guy in um, probably the '70s, maybe the '80s. He was with his dad. It was right around. I want to say it was in the south somewhere. And they were driving down through a valley, and a, a gas company had let, had accidentally released gas into the, some propane or something like that, a flammable gas. And their car dies, right? Perfect place. Die in a valley where this gas that's heavier than air is sitting in there. They get out. They're trying to turn over the engine. Boom. Instant fire, right? Both His dad died instantly. Well, not instantly. He burned to death. And this other guy just was on fire for like 10 minutes. I mean, just head to toe, 100% burns. They bring him in there like, how is this guy even alive? Burned his eyes out, can't hear, can't taste, can't smell, nothing. Wow. His feelings gone. Yeah. He survived. Wow. wow. And he actually, he te- it's a great story, and I'm going to, I mean, this guy goes through all this, I can't even think of the name of his story. But um, he ended up, what he ended up doing is they kept him alive, and he talks about the horrible torture it was because you couldn't talk and tell them that it was hurting but with burn victims they scrub you from head to toe this is a lovely christmas oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so every day he's it's, it's almost like if you get road rash like if you on a bike yeah, yeah. and you, you lay yeah, down you gotta, you gotta scrub it. the asphalt out so they're, oh, man. they're washing this guy from head to toe every day Be, he doesn't want this. with he alcohol to too probably right with alcohol something. i don't know yeah, this is some 70s. kind of solution he couldn't and if he fought back they would just try to sedate yeah. him and so what he ended up doing he survived he became yeah. a lawyer and he sued wow. them for not wow. allowing him to die because I guess he was able to communicate at one point. He's like, I don't want stop this. Just, just, just let me go. This wow. is horrible. Wow. And they refused because like, you're not in your right state of mind. That's crazy. And so they interviewed him and they're like, because he can kind of, I guess he's got like 10% vision and he can't really hear. But they asked him, they said, well, given the life that you've had and you've led since then, would you have, have opted to die? And he's like, yes, 100%. Wow. Think, think how messed up that is. That's crazy. Wow. How bad, like, you know. The Jesus, doctor and man. the nurses who cared for him, who thought they were doing the right thing, yeah. they hear that thinking, I bet he changed his mind. And they're like, yeah. nope. Nope. So it how shitty do they feel? They really felt like they were doing the right <laughs> well, thing. Well, it makes you, when you hear humanity. stories like that, you're like, 
if you're ever having a bad day, you're like, oh, wait, no, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. it can always be worse. That's yeah. true, man. No, no. I think about it all the time, dude. Yeah. 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 Shit, could be, shit could be worse. I man. tell my wife, I'm like, what, you know what we should be doing, right? You get used to the things that you live with. So I, I should come downstairs every morning and look at the big silver thing that's in my kitchen that gives me cold food and cold filtered water yeah. what magically mean? from my refrigerator. Oh, refrigerator. And I should yeah. be like, I should come, <laughs> hey, down, what's that, bro? What I should come down every single morning and be like, honey. <laughs> How do I get one of those? <laughs> honey, our refrigerator. Check out are this you refrigerator. Kid? This thing's awesome. Right or yeah. running water. You know the one thing or I get that in my I, car and I drive to work. My my yeah. cell phone every once in a while I look at it and I get really impressed with it. It's an impressive. I'm not even thing. lying to you. Like oh, just yesterday I'm thinking, how amazing is this that because I'm, I'm doing business on it too, yeah. not just pleasure, not just screwing around with Facebook and Instagram, Pornhub and, porn and all that sort of. Thing. <laughs> but I'm doing real business and I'm right, like, right. I'm signing legal documents and sending. I'm like, we're broadcasting to the world off amazing. a piece of plastic. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, right, we're right. on a cell phone right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's I insane. Mean, it's remarkable, and uh, yeah, and I want so bad to own a Tesla, and I think that thing's amazing. Yeah, so yeah. there are still things out there where you're. You should wake by. up every day, and it should be like waking up in Disneyland. You just get you get comfortable with what you have, mm-hmm. and until the lights go out, yeah. and then you walk around flipping the switches, even though you know they're out. I'll be like, what the? And then I realize, yep. like when we had the hurricane, we lost electricity. Yeah. There was a really neat thing I read. It was a guy um, speaking to your point, same sort of thing, but it was like a decade ago. The guy was like, huh. We're taking too much for granted. I wonder how yeah. I could live without anything, and then I would have to build it on my own. So I'm like, this, the guy thought, well, I guess the first thing I'll build is just make something simple to cook food on. Is for whatever reason, he decided to do a toaster oven, but it was <laughs> okay. nearly impossible for like yeah, the basic yeah. person to create something how so simple as that? a toaster oven. And if you look at it, it's pretty amazing. Because you can't do it. Yeah. How do I make you know? a condenser mic? I don't know how half this you shit can't. works. I couldn't make a glass. I couldn't. No, you would have to get a piece of wood and carve it out, and then you would drink from that. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're all idiots. all these things. If human <laughs> beings, the average human being, if we got hit with an EMP and everything was shut down, oh, half more than half the population would be dead. Mm. Right? If you had to a be a few outside, of us would be able to survive. Oh yeah, I'd, I'd last about. It'd be a week looting or two. everywhere, man. Because I would. It I would got the tough. weapons, and I have. Well, you know the other thing, training. Kevin. Even if you had that, the other thing is, is um. Where you, the water is going to be the most important thing. Yeah, yeah. So once the fresh water runs out, because Light straw. yeah, right. Once it well, no, because that can only that only lasts for so long before you need new filters. It's true if you want to live because like your body years. isn't used to the different bacteria like it used to be hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Thousands, and you know that's yeah. true because you see what what some of the villages in Afghanistan and Iraq are doing. You know they can eat and drink foods that we can't because we'll get sick because right. we don't have that bacteria in our body anymore. So we're we're destined to die no matter what. The water would run out, and then there's no way for you to purify well, food it. food, too, right? You know, how well, many food, deer? We'd go out and we'd kill all the deer within, like... Well, most people would know, be dead before yeah, that yeah, happened, yeah, but you yeah. could still fish, and you can still even farm a little well, definitely, bit. Definitely, yeah. But, um, but it would be the water, I think, would, would kill you faster than anything. Yeah, and disease. And, disease well, think about all the diabetics that would die within <laughs> the first, like... <laughs> oh, man, that would be, they'd be, that would be yeah. quick. Then the old folks, because they couldn't do nothing, and then they're young, they'd... But it really, I mean, it's one of those things, and that's something I always go yeah, back it's to. Pretty terrible. I always go back to. And we'll be eating <laughs> each other. We'll be eating people. Yeah. Have you ever read The Road by Cormac? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's. That's horrible. Oh, it was a movie it's too. Terrifying. Yeah, it's a really good book. I, I just want. It I is. Well, really I read it, it and I was I was <clears throat> tremendously saddened because uh, well, was yeah, like, there's no happy ending. <laughs> there's nothing. Because <laughs> in that story, the most, there's nothing. It's pretty and much the most realistic. Yeah. How do you survive when there's no future? Right? It's like, what are you surviving for? Yeah. We're Where? too far ahead. We're too dependent on everything else. So, Did you ever see the movie the, uh, or the, read the book, the, the 
the fog? No, I can't say I have, man. So the fog was kind of that situation. Um, it's it's a Stephen King, and okay. they live up, I don't know, let's say New Hampshire. That's where they always take place, New Hampshire, something like that. <laughs> and West Virginia. <clears throat> uh, yeah, and they open up a portal, and this fog kind of engulfs the town. And inside the fog is monsters. And, oh, shit, all oh, my stuff fell. How did that happen? Did Mike just do that? Oh, am I still recording? I am. So they open up this portal and these monsters come out. So it'd be like this, right? We're sitting in a bar and all of a sudden fog comes up and someone's like, I'm, I'm going to try to go somewhere. And they walk out and ah, something eats them. So they go through all this and then they're like, all right, we're going to try to, they come up with a plan and the plan is to go somewhere. I don't know. And they get in a car and everyone's in there and they're going and going and then they run out of gas. And then they're like, well, you know, where, there's nowhere we can go. It's end. It's over. So he takes his pistol. He's got a pistol with four shots left and it's him, his wife, his kid, or maybe it's and then someone else so he kills everyone in the car jesus that's what it is he's got like three rounds left kills his wife kills his kid kills the stranger and he's gonna step out of the car and just end it yeah with the monsters and he steps out of the car and the army shows up like they come rolling in oh it's the most depressing story in the world (laughs) yeah that that was a really great ending well, we're talking about that is the, a depressing. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's, we're talking that's, about the, that's a the depressing fog. story. He man. killed everyone in the car, and then he yeah. killed. I've seen the movie. Yeah. I saw the bootleg version, so like all the special effects weren't. Sorry done for yet. the yeah. dipping. Awful. I think I saw it too. I think I saw the bootleg when you get at the Haji store. <laughs> yeah, where it was like yeah, it was yeah. like none of the special effects were done, so it yeah. just looked stupid. But the and, story was good. And so yeah, it it's always a little bit off. Yeah. And it's, yeah. But no, I thought it was a really good way to end. You know, you can't keep ending happy. Story wise, story wise, can't always like life isn't always that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, you try to make it as best you can, but it's you need those kind of like, like in Avengers, we needed Thanos to win. It was like yeah, the but we pe- needed part <laughs> two. It was the best ending to any. We movie. needed part two to bring it back, though. Be like, yeah, oh, just kidding, everyone's part, okay. But everyone's part two happy. was like, but still, Except you Iron ended Man. up with a dead Iron Man and a dead Black Widow. Spoiler alert! If you haven't seen and, it yet, uh, kiss my ass. It's been out for. Like it's a been years. out for <laughs> yeah. There are no more. If you haven't seen it, then who cares? Like, I'm going to spoil the movie for you. But no, you need those kind of endings because that reminds us we're human, too. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, so with that conversation, you each get 10 points, uh, okay. which means you're back up to 20, and yes. you're now at like 6. I'm up to Something 6. Like right. Like it's because you walked away and I had to listen to the story. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm so minus two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I don't know whose question this is. Would you rather spend five years in a prison or five years in an insane asylum? Five years in a prison or what? Or five years in an insane asylum. They're going to send you in tomorrow. You're going in. One or the other. I'm scared shitless of prison. Like, I don't think... So, I, in my conception of... I, I, you know what's funny? I had um, Zach Baker on this show a few months ago, and then I had him on my old show. And he was a civilian that volunteered to be put in prison or in jail. Yeah, I think 60 days or something yeah, like that. Yeah, 60 yeah. days in. Uh, they made a TV show about it. And I was thinking, like, maybe it's because I don't know enough about it, but I'm pretty sure, like, once you go to prison, you're going to get killed and beat up. And well, not, Yeah, but you know what? There's actually, I, I watched that show, man. Or actually, I, you know, I kind of watched the preview of it. There's a lot of Marines that go on that show yeah. for some reason. There was, like, three or four of different Marines that go on that show. I'm not sure. We're all glutton for punishment. Yeah. Man. <laughs> that shit's crazy. You are bad shit. Why would we join the Marines? Yeah. Well, crazy. <laughs> I think I would probably go prison, man, instead of insane asylum. The reason why I would go prison... Is because you don't have that isolation. I think that would drive me more nuts than not being able to interact with other people. Oh, you're supposing that there's isolation in an insane asylum. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah you, might well, be, you might be playing chess oh, okay, with well, everyone, well, well, bouncing a ball around. Yeah, well, I mean, if, you got, if you're not really insane and you have a bunch of other insane people around you. There's like almost zero threat. In yeah, I guess so. Most insane yeah, but in prison, if nowadays though, are just for drug addicts. Prisons. Li- so when you think about it, you're thinking about like a hospital yeah, but, where but, you're locked up for mental health disorders. But pri- and I've never been to prison, so I wouldn't know like, What's you know. What's the easiest to break out of? When are you going to stay? Ten years. Mm. I mean, five years. Oh. Why? Here's I have a theory about it. <laughs> I would say no. I have a theory about it, right? Uh, so I don't know. Oh, okay. Insane asylum, you get the drugs and all that stuff, and your time would probably go by a lot easier. Prison. Make a it, lot of friendships. It becomes your new normal. <laughs> like, Mike, if I said you have to live in this bar for the next year, the first, like, maybe month would probably suck because you can see people outside. You want to go outside, but you got to stay in here. But eventually... I think psychologically your world kind of shrinks in and that becomes your life. So you're in prison for 30 years. That's that's the world to you at that point. It's so you're not thinking like about getting being out. being deployed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I spent yeah. a year, well, not yeah. my year in Iraq because we were all over. But my year in Afghanistan, I lived on Camp Leatherneck and Camp, I didn't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I went to the same one, two, three places and that was, yeah. that was I, it. I was like. I would get up. Same fucking thing. I remember getting up in the middle of the week. night. What do you got to try to? You got to try to find different stuff to do, I so you don't up, go nuts because you're stuck on the same. I used I to walk Reddit. the perimeter. Huh? Reddit. Reddit. Yeah, yeah Reddit. Reddit. The, uh, the website. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I knew the com guys, and they, they hooked up my computer so I could. Uh, yeah, yeah, that I could takes watch care it any of the brand. time of the day. Uh, YouTube and everything. Else. I remember one day I, I, we were in our uh, hard billets. <clears throat> Let me tell you guys <clears throat> about hard billets. The air conditioning was intermittent and. Um, <laughs> yeah, I bet you did have air conditioning. <laughs> you know, in Afghanistan, we, crew. you know what? We had, uh, what, generators. Mm-hmm. And that's yes, such so. a shitty situation because if the guy that didn't fill the generator had, like, was supposed to be filled generator up with gas, didn't do it, it ran out. Yeah, my AC would go out. God, man. Well, my hum. You want to talk about some angry individuals <laughs> if it was 105 degrees out and you just get back from patrol and you've been sweating for six hours and you're like i can't wait to get in that ac fucking hooch man and then we didn't the have asshole any of private didn't fill the fucking gas well yeah i mean dude with I, our one year and like my humvee for six months didn't have an ac unit. Uh, well, when i was, was in the I, only one when i was in iraq we didn't have that either man we lived out in crazy. a little cop and slept in humvees and you know and we had a we had a little cop that we, we slept in every yeah. once in a while but I think Whatever at some point you just get used to it. Mm. You embrace yeah, yeah. the suck as we Yeah, you say walk outside and it's 120 degrees. You you're wearing it. Kevlar. Yeah. And, wearing, and it's not. Well, you the other thing you're like, is, is you're not alone. That's not that bad. And, you, yeah. and then yeah. just for the fact that you have that camaraderie and your other Marines w- or w- whatever force you're in with you, you do it together. And because you're together, you can get through it. It doesn't suck Being as bad. Being alone, I think you would lose your shit. And yeah, probably. It would be really bad. But yeah. because you got guys and there's camaraderie. You get through it because it's like you're all in it together, and you're like, "Fuck yeah. it!" You know, at some point <laughs> you'll either be dead or you'll be back in this. You'll be back. Home. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's going to end at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How so is it's not going to last it. forever? Yeah. yeah. Would you guys think about it. spending Christmas overseas in the desert? Or oh, you know what, dude? I was blessed. I never spent a Christmas. Oh really? Oh, yeah. I did two of them. Yeah. And uh, I, uh, I didn't mind it, man. I it was just. I just cool. didn't think of it. It was a day. I mean, we didn't really was. think of it either. But I'll tell you the well, you did because you got a lot of shit that came in the mail from all these. Oh yeah, groups. yeah, yeah. I forgot but about I'll that. But I'll tell yeah. you, man, the ones that were really heartwarming were when the kids sent Christmas cards. Oh yeah. Like the elementary school type yep. kids would make these cards up and they draw them and color them and they'd yeah, send yeah. them over. Man, that was one of the most motivating things was getting cards from children. Yeah. 
And then there was always like these, you know, just weird church groups and weird whatever else. The older people sending <laughs> Mother, cards. Mothers of. Uh, I never wanted. It. I mean, that was just weird to me getting cards from like adults and stuff. But I thought the kids. It was very heartwarming. Yeah. And I really, really liked that a lot. So, so that made it nice. We, you know, the the. Uh, so the Air Force is weird, right? If you're in operations, you had a completely different deployment cycle than someone like who is a support squadron, right? Or someone who... So support would be, you know, your, your I don't know, your, the people who work the kitchen, the people who work the gyms, the people that yeah. um, uh, fire... Well, no, that's operations, but whatever. Anyone who's not in operations. Whatever. And it's, I'm sure it's the same for you guys. You have your ops and then you have your non-ops yeah, people. Yeah. So the non-ops people would come out for like... I don't know, 12 months every three years, right? Or maybe even less. They come up for six months every three years. Their deployment cycle was so slow and they would just stay in their hard billet and that was their that was their deployment. They yeah. would never leave. They would never get shot at. They would never, maybe they'd get mortared if they were from Baghdad, but that was their thing. And I remember this this Christmas, it was, it was raining. It was horrible, horrible weather. And we were on what was called, I, I'm going to screw this up, but it was either alpha alert or beta alert, something like that or Bravo alert. And that meant that uh, aircraft is ready to go if you get called. And it's usually like a, a, a medevac or, or something like that, something bad. They call you up and you're, you're off within a couple hours or, or less. Um, or maybe it was whatever. I'm fucking up the whole story. So we get, we get alerted. <laughs> we get alerted on Christmas. I don't to, know what that's like. We, we, we get alerted on Christmas. <laughs> this, is, this is kind of a, a depressing story, but it, we get alerted on Christmas to go pull bodies out of, uh, out of Baghdad, right? So it's Christmas, and we're freaking going and getting a half a dozen KIAs. This was in 2000, maybe 2006 or 2005, right? So already, just to, you're like, oh, man, this is, this is not Christmas, and now we got to go pull bodies home, repatriate some bodies. So we go flying into Baghdad. We come back. It's the end of a long day. The sun's coming up. It's Christmas morning. Might have been Christmas night. I'm soaked. I'm completely sterile, so we don't have our patches on or anything like that. I have my flight suit zipped down, and I have my, my glasses on the top of my head. And this colonel comes up and starts lighting me up head to toe. Stand up when, you're, when I'm talking to you. I'm like, oh, yes, sir. Uh, I don't know how you guys do it down on the flight. He starts zipping up my thing. How you guys do it down on the flight line. But you're <laughs> supposed to have this three inches from your chin or whatever the regulation was. And these, and he takes them off my head, are supposed to go into your pocket. And you're not wearing your patches. You don't have to wear your patches around your mission. But you're up here now and because if you weren't on the flight line, you were up at the chow hall or whatever. And so you should be wearing your patches because technically you're out of regulation. You just choose me up and down. Probably one of the lowest points of my life. Because what do you do, right? What do you say? Yeah. This guy's never. This guy, he's right. getting bullet points for his OPR, yeah. and we yeah. just, just repatriate a bunch put of dead it guys. In perspective and just as soon as he walks away, fuck it, fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck it. At the time though, I was I in a, that headspace. Right, I, was I had like, a similar thing happen when when we just got done, and you know we spent most of our time on Iraqi bases because I was with a. Uh, an advisory group at the battalion level so I never really lived with Americans very often for that year in Iraq just our 15 guys I remember we went to an army base it was north of Baghdad or maybe it was Baghdad I don't remember the name of it maybe Warhorse was what it was and we rolled in similar sort of thing just came back from this crazy ass thing right <laughs> like some asshole major you know he's got you know, the army wears their glow belts like across their fucking chest <laughs> 
like one of those Girl Scout things. You know, so dumb. It's so dumb. <laughs> and we're Marines, and we're like, get a load of this bullshit, and we're supposed to wear it, and we're like, fuck that. Yeah. You know, and we didn't have it. We had the subdued rank, and I think they were doing it differently, and, and I remember some major doing the same fucking I mean, thing. You guys were metal me. rank, right, with everything, right? Yeah, it was always yeah, metal. Yeah, always metal rank. It was yeah. just subdued, so it was, would be blacked out. Yeah. And then... Um, yeah, I was walking with one of our gunners, and he was a corporal or sergeant at the time. And he <laughs> first he blew me up because I was like the senior guy, <laughs> and then he blew him up because he had a blow. And this guy was up. army. Yeah, he was an army like, major. And I'm like, <sighs> we just we just sat there and took it, and then when he walked away, we yeah. looked at each other. We looked at each other, and we're like, "Fuck that pogue ass motherfucker!" Never been outside of the you know yeah, one yeah. of those yeah, things. Yeah. And, you know, no one really gave a shit. And the other thing is, is well, the other thing is, is I told him if he had a problem to take it up with, um, shit, whoever my boss was at the time, Cap, I don't remember who well, we, where he was. There's Captain no whoever. We told him to take it up with you know them, and you know, then we just walked away. No disrespect. All right, so so if you're a, a rear ranch, rear echelon motherfucker, or you're a pogue, or you're whatever the heck they call you, <laughs> there's a pla- you that's know, a very polite way to say rear echelon. Huh? You need Pope. them. You need. Yeah, you do. You got to have yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The machine so there's work. no problem. But you don't yeah, got to yeah, be yeah, a, a dick about yeah. it. Yeah. Like we just have different. But maybe responsibilities. It's, maybe it's just a different idea of what, of what, it means to serve. I don't know. I don't know. Cause like, I mean, I just think back to I mean, that I don't guy. Have a problem, but it's kind of like instead of instead of you know this is the other thing that that really fired me up. Instead of just going after the guy and being like, hey motherfucker, why aren't you wearing your shit? You're out of regs and blah blah. Why don't you just talk to him first and be like. Hey, Lieutenant. Hey, Corporal. Yeah, what's um, going on? What's, what's up, man? Where are you coming from? You what you doing? And then he'd be like, hey, sir, yeah, I just got back from this 48-hour patrol and whatever. And it's yeah. like, okay, cool. Carry on. Yeah. Or like, hey, just so you know, you're back on an American base. You might want to get before some asshole other somebody. I am, yeah. You know, I just be cool. Why you got to be a dick about it? And then, of course, the Corporal Lieutenant will be like, yes, sir, you're absolutely right. I'm headed to my, my tent right now, and I'm going to change over and hit the chow hall and cool you, you know what the yeah, fuck yeah. you gotta be a dick about it for i think it this way too i think it's like it, their rocks off a little bit well man, it's you know? a cock measuring yeah. competition yeah, right? yeah, yeah, so yeah. like here i was uh, i was probably a butter bar first lieutenant at but the it time. all comes back in the states when you get your chest out and it's yeah, got yeah. a combat yeah, yeah. v yeah, 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 right. Right. i got a v right here yeah, yeah. you don't got it so yeah, shut yeah, the fuck up motherfucker yeah you're exactly right. I served with the guy. I bring him up all the time because he was the biggest piece of shit in the entire world. He would actually write himself up for combat action ribbons. and yeah. He would write himself <laughs> right, up. And then he came up to me once. This is after like my third deployment. Again, I'm a, a second lieutenant with, I don't know, five air medals. And he's going, hey, uh, it looks like you got this one here. And, that, and he's like, he's, he's basically dressing me down because I'm not as decorated as him. Yeah. Woo. He did. You're a piece of shit, dude. You know who you are. <laughs> I'm not say your name. You know what's funny? The the Air Force people, the last time I brought him up, I got like five messages from guys I served with, and they're like, that dude's still in, and he's still a piece of shit. <laughs> and he's like a lieutenant colonel now. He's probably made colonel. I, 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 had, I had an incident. Miserable and alone, yep. and his children will hate him. And right. Yes. I had an no incident. One will, in, uh, no one will mourn him. <laughs> in Afghanistan, man. Uh, I, I'm not going to throw any names out there. We, we, got, we got done with this uh, three-day op. Oh, uh, John John Smith, yeah. Do what now? John Smith, I know. Yeah, John Smith, yeah, 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 yeah. you know that guy, yeah. yeah. No, he's a piece of um, shit. Anyhow, we had this, uh, there was another first sergeant that came on to our, our camp. He, they're, uh, part of their company was as a QRF on, on, our, on, on our camp. They were running QRF for us, and uh, it was a weapons company. And uh, we did uh, a three-day op, man. We came back. 
And uh, as a young Lance Corporal running a machine gun squad, man, uh, you know, you make, you, we had to go up and set, out a, set up a Mark 19, 240 position is the whole 19, you know, the whole nine, right? So you get out there running that, man. There's a little sleep when you go out to places like that, man. You know, you got to make sure you're not getting hit from any, any kind of angle, you know. So uh, you come back, try to do an AAR and uh, after action report, if anybody's watching this, know what that is. Um, all I see is, is our first star was probably six foot six. Big tall guy, man. And uh, is this the guy that helped you with the uh, hanging man? The what now? Is this the one that helped you with the kid who was hanging himself? No, 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 no. That was a regimental uh, oh, okay. sergeant major. This is our, our our company first sergeant. Okay. Um, he said, "Now nah, they see a silhouette sitting out there, man." I, and I could tell it's him walking up. It's nighttime, so I'm, you know we get back at night, and I can see it's him. And all I see is this silhouette, and the end of this cigarette, this cherry, is getting sucked down at the. Uh, out in front of the uh, the company office out there, you know, a little, little COC. And uh, I'm like, uh, hey, first sergeant, you mind if I get one of those uh, cigarettes? And this other this other first sergeant from the from the weapons company comes out of nowhere. Hey, Marine, you better stand at attention when you you know you address him, missing a third. And my first sergeant, hey, you shut the fuck up. These are my Marines. They'll talk to me how I want them to talk to me. Pulls out a pack of cigarettes, dude. Hands me one. He's like, sit right here. I sit there and smoke a cigarette with him outside the COC. Until that's illegal. Man, it was like a win. It was like a win for the little Lance Corporal. Like, yeah, I want to be like, yeah, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I sit down and just smoke my fucking cigarette, you know? Sit down to him. I sit down next to him and do that. So it's kind of like a win. You know, that's the only time I really had that happen. Other than. Yeah, it's the little wins. See, see his beard? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think. Dude, I grow a beard in like three days. You do. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's I shave and it's a five o'clock shadow. It doesn't go away. Is you sure you don't have Irish in you? We're, we're very hairy people. Probably, man. Scottish, Irish, or something. Yeah, something. Probably mixing here. It's a little. He's he hasn't shaved in three days. Nah, He's clean shaven two days ago. <laughs> um, do you guys enjoy Christmas now that you're old and grizzly? Now that I'm what? Old and grizzly. <laughs> so there was a time in my life where Christmas would come. It's probably right around when newlyweds or before I was married and I was out and I was like, eh, you know, I mean, I was like, whatever, yeah. Christmas, it's just another day. <laughs> or have you found a way to enjoy it again? And I think that's a, people get into like a, a stage of their life between, you know, probably 18 to 35. It's a big stage. We'll say 20, 35, where Christmas kind of doesn't mean shit anymore. <laughs> uh, but then it does again. At least I found that it does again. How about yourself? What, what does Christmas mean to you now that you're you're middle-aged business owning so um for me um personally it doesn't to me it, i don't i don't get much out i don't want stuff yeah, yeah so yeah. Well, that's i don't hard. need that but but i'll be honest like something i really enjoy and i talked about this when i said i created the business to create an experience it's all about an experience and I'm also pretty big in different community service projects as a member of the Rotary Club. And um, so just seeing happiness in people makes me happy. So if I can create something and give something to people and make them happy, and you know, then that's, a, that's huge, man. That's a big win. So, and I know in Christmas, around Christmas time, people are just naturally happier. Yeah. You see it in the restaurants and the bars and the... Uh, you know, it might not look like that on last Friday when they're fighting for those sales, but for the most part, 
people are in a better mood, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Except for when the traffic and shit. But, you know, it's, yeah. it's a really good thing. I mean, you look around, there's lights and people are hanging yeah. out. Oh, man, it's nice. I see it in the bar all the time. People yeah. are just in a better mood and they're happy. And when they're happy, they're positive. And if I can help create that, then that makes me happy. It's kind of so, like a hangout time where do you, I, I equate it to this, all right? You ever have, like, I know it sounds weird. Let's say there's a hurricane coming through, right? And you're not, you might not go to work that day because the hurricane's coming through and you hang out with your neighbors or, or whatever, your family. And it's kind of like, okay, it sucks. we got a hurricane. we got to worry about that. But we don't have to worry about all the other bullshit that we usually worry about on a daily basis. <laughs> it's just time to kind of hang and do this, go through this together. And holidays, like 4th of July, I love 4th of July. Love and Christmas, July, yeah. you just kind of, you don't worry about work. You don't worry about, all you worry about is your friends and your family and you just kind of hang out. Well, we finally to get some time to do something nice for other people. And, yeah. and, and that's... Um, Giving back, you feel good when you give back, and yeah. you know not enough people I think appreciate that. Yeah, but so there's you a sound like you, a bunch of nanas. Oh, no, no, I don't. <laughs> I will. I'll fight a motherfucker right now. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I give. I donate a lot of time to different charities, and we give like money Tyson all the shit, time. And, and I think it's a really fantastic thing to just to do what you can to help out your whoever. It doesn't yeah. really matter if there's a way for you to help. You should. You should help because I think you get you get more in, back in, than you give always. And it's not about money hey, or things. On, it's just, you know, just help. Take, I don't know. I, I feel better when I'm helping people out. So I've, I've gone since the Mar- I got out of the Marines. I got with the Rotary Club. And I've been to the Dominican Republic two different times for 10 days each to build latrines and to help the extremely impoverished That's awesome. live better lives. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And, and, you know, it feels good yeah. having the ability to do that. And the other thing with, with our... Um, Project Azimuth that we should be working on. Yeah. You know, that's going to do a lot of really good, positive things for the veteran community, and we'll be able to give back and support people. And what we're going to get out of it, it's not just helping them out, but we're going to get a lot out of it. It's going yeah. to help us, too. It's very therapeutic for all of us. And that's a very good thing to do. I, 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 try, to, I try to get everyone, as many people as possible, to volunteer and to give back in some, in some form or the other. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and just have compassion for people, whether people you agree are, with them or you don't. Like, people are just, just more focused on that this time of well, year. Well, yeah, yeah, which is a great time of year yeah, because, yeah. you know, I hate, I don't like Christmas music, but I like what it does to people, yeah, yeah. and it puts them in good moods. The and worst, they get, you know, I think the worst that. time of year, and I always try to come up with good stuff, like how close we are to 4th of July, is like the week after all the lights and stuff come down because it's cold, and it's like, yeah. man, what do we got? I, I don't freaking... It is, but you still got um, you still got uh, you know, New Year's, so people get excited. I mean, for after like, New Year's, that that that. Oh, a little bit down. after New Year's. I think uh, that's just. Oh, look, you know, we got some for Christmas <laughs> for myself, man. Uh, Party Saturday. <laughs> I think Christmas, man. It was just another day beforehand, you know, because we all we all deploy. We kind of we end up well, working. You had a new kid too, so it's gonna yeah, be way different. Yeah, for so you. now that's that's my thing, man. Like now that I have a son, yeah. You know, that's going to be the new experience for Santa me. Santa comes back in. Yeah, that's game. what I'm saying. So it's now, now, awesome. now it's going to be the cool thing. Yeah, well, I have a niece and nephew, so it was really cool to be able to yeah. give, the, you know, give presents and stuff like that uh, to them. Now that I have my own son, you know, that's going to be cool to wait till wait to, till uh, give you know give him things that you know. Obviously, he's only nine months old. He doesn't know what he wants, but we get to get him stuff that make him happy. He smiles. Yeah. He gets to play with. He enjoys. And he's going to figure happy. it out, and it's like it's the coolest thing because there's people in my house that yeah. literally think. Like, wrap your head around that. They think Santa is coming into the house to yeah. deliver presents. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, man, this is going to be the coolest thing. I'm going to ask for the daddy. Daddy, what are you asking for? And I'm like, well, man, uh, I'm asking for this and this. And, and they are 15, son. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. More guns. Yeah. <laughs> More guns, huh? 
F one fifty Raptor two thousand nineteen. Yeah. yeah, I want that twenty. Twenty twenty is coming out, so you need to really? get the twenty. Raptor. Know. They, I, know. I know that's what you want, man. Did you not see the Tesla the Cybertruck fucking pull the F one fifty up a hill? No, I didn't see that. Oh uh, yeah, I seen it, but I also seen the windows get smashed in when they were supposed to be bulletproof by some rock. Well, they never said bulletproof. They said it's the Tesla armored glass. No one ever said it was bulletproof. Someone shot. Still, it's okay. Well, armored. If you got armored glass that gets smashed, it's still better than a Ford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't know, I, I drive a Ford, so I mean, Chevys look nice though, too yeah. nowadays. Uh, the brand new Chevy. Oh, tr- I mean, yeah. we're we're at the. This is another cool thing. We're <laughs> at the like. It's it's really cool to be alive, right? Because when our dads were were younger, they had to like, they had to gap their spark plugs. It was a Saturday. They were down. My dad was like, I got to yeah. change the brakes. My dad taught me how to do that because my yeah, first yeah. car was an '81. Big ass station wagon, and we would. I would have to do that a lot. Yeah, it's we'd gap, have to gap them out and like timing, scrub them down. The Speaking that, you ever see those yeah. memes where like you expect to go out and help your dad on a Saturday yeah, and yeah. change change the oil, and all you end up doing is getting yelled at and yeah. crying at the end of the day. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Try replacing the little five sixteenth son, you dumbass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the fucking. Yeah, like, so my dad oh, would say, but do you know what? You learn stuff, and yeah. and now it you just can't. You can't work on cars anymore. Yeah. It's impossible you, unless you got a computer yeah, yeah. engineering degree. Yeah. You can't. You can't really fix anything. We live in an. We live in an age where. Everything like even your TV dies. You don't take it to repairman. You toss the thing out and you well, buy a new one. They're so fucking cheap to begin with. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. You get a so fifty inch cheap. for four hundred dollars or whatever, yeah. and that thing's also yeah. going to last like ten years. So yep. I bought my TV. It sounds like I'm a cheap skate. Off my neighbor who bought it ten years ago, and he's like, I don't know. It was a, I don't, I don't know, fifty inch. He's like, I don't know. Give me a hundred bucks for it. I'm like, all right. Mm. Thing's twelve years Sold. old. It's still up there working. <laughs> and like, I mean, that's uh, I the other thing. I go for the hardcore 4K, ultra 4K. I got to have that. If I did that, see, this is my, I have this thing. You hold off on buying new stuff to like, till uh, for a few years. So like, you buy something, like let's say you buy something new now. Like I just got the new iPhone. I'm not going to buy a new iPhone for like another five years. And yeah. then in the five years, it's like jumping through time when you finally get the upgrade. Yeah. Instead of like this little upgrade every year and people that buy shit as it comes out. Your phone updates with everything else. I guess you get the, the little the little updates. You get a little bit of something well, with yeah, your yeah. old phone, I you guess. You now have three cameras where the rest of us yeah, have yeah. two. No, I have yeah. two. I didn't get the really nice yeah. one. Oh, you didn't get the, the, the one. With hey, the Jeremy, top. hop on because we're about to, to, to do I don't know, grab someone. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna, I'm going to end this real quick. Um, because we've been on for a while. Paul subbed out. Paul, uh, I don't mind subbing out. So don't give us any spoilers. Jeremy Walton, everybody. Jeremy is, uh, he's been on the show, and if you don't know him by now, just look at a couple previous episodes. Previous, welcome, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Christmas. We were just talking about how Christmas takes on a whole new meaning when you have kids. Oh man, My, my Christmases before kids were buy something for myself. Yeah. Sleep you, till noon if I didn't have to work. I'm like, what? Basically, I or have to get up active duty it. on leave. Yeah. So I was military before I had my I had my first kid, and then I still active duty when I had my first kid. And then it went from I'll buy whatever the heck I want to man, what does this child want? I know, I know. And it went from like, oh, I can afford things on my own to now I got to support two other people. Well, and they literally think a magic man brings it. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> part of the fun. Yeah. If you, I don't know if kids fuck it, I don't know shit but I imagine it would be part of the fun yeah yeah it, it is, is a good time because my daughter's 11 now and a uh, good thing she won't be seeing this podcast and she's, she's still, that's the age where they're like uh oh well now she knows what she wants uh-huh. so I, I grew up a band nerd and she's playing trumpet now and she did saw that. some uh, saw that you can buy a she, silver trumpet it's a, no it's an all white brass trumpet oh really 
That's pretty baller, man. It's Damn. all white. That's pretty cool. And it looks amazing. And I was like, I almost wanted to keep this for myself. Now, if she chooses not to continue, well, I bought it. I'm going to keep it. <laughs> Are you really? No, I'm going to keep it. I'm yeah, not going to take that. My, my sister was a trumpeter. She was Allstate, New Hampshire. Um, so, And your daughter's a trump- obviously a trumpeter. So that's yep. cool, man. It's just not a common thing for women to play, is it? Trumpet? No, it's yeah. usually like flute, clarinet, saxophone, yeah. Yeah. and on a few a few select occasions, like trombone or drums. I remember but growing up with it, and my sister would be. Oh like, yeah, Christ. she yeah. loves to annoy her mother, and I absolutely love it because yeah. whenever I go to visit, she's like, "Dad, I need help playing," or uh, "This doesn't sound right," and everyone looks at me like, um, "You're the expert." I'm like, "All right, cool." So I get to annoy them with my daughter. Nice. It's amazing. Uh, uh, how was uh, Star Wars? Worth it? Uh, I am not going to make any spoilers, but let's just say it was definitely sad Did Han to see it. I'm just fucking oh, man. <laughs> I, I, I can't ruin anything. I can't no, no, say no. anything because when you said that, I can't. Like, you know, it, he's it, starting it, to cry. I think we actually know it. Dude, happened. it's sad to see, like, for those of us who grew up on stuff like yeah, that, watching the series well, Han change. Solo died a couple years ago. He did. I can't, again, if I, I, if I, I comment on it, it'll do you know what's, ruin it. Do you know what's really cool? My kids for my birthday got me the Oculus Quest, which is a VR machine. Yeah. And, it, and it came with this Darth Vader game. I don't really play games. But yeah, like you do like use the... Dude, it's like stepping into... It's the weirdest Thank thing. So right? I put much. this thing on. I haven't worn VR. Is it really awesome? Dude, it's crazy. Like really? I put it on, and all of a sudden, I get into this, this Star Wars thing, and all of a sudden, you hear... <laughs> And then I see the shadow coming, and then it comes in, it comes in the light, and it's my brain is like, dude, Darth Vader yeah. is in your face. Is it like, really? Yeah, that I'm like, real? yeah. wah, wah, and you I look down it? at my hands. Yeah. You don't see your arms, but you see your hands, and I'm like, this looks real. My brain didn't. And then you take it off, right? So you get kind of stuck into it for an hour or whatever. You take it off, and your brain says. Dude, those aren't your hands. You're not in. The, it's, and it's like, like coming like, back to reality. It's, like, it's yeah, so weird. It's so weird. I'm sitting at my computer and I'm like, wait, what? My brain literally was like, you might not be in the real world right now. And it took me a second to get back. And after about a half hour, that feeling went away. But dude, it is super cool. It's it's. I have to say, like again, it, I don't game. It I don't definitely do changes your 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 mind. Your mind adjusts to it because oh, it's so you get cool. your peripheral vision of of real world and you close it off with that it's VR. Like being in a movie, yeah right like this guy is in a cell and he's like come here i gotta tell you something so i walk over to him and you, i have a big area so i literally walk over to him and he's behind the cell and it's not like a i mean it's it's computer animation but your brain's just like all right that dude's talking to you and when yep. he gets really close you can almost feel his breath because your brain's saying you should feel his breath yep. right now and you're like how much is this thing it's like 400 bucks yeah it's whatever. not cheap yeah, but that's about what a PS4. Or yeah, and this one's all on it. You don't have to hook it up to anything. You just you just put it on. It's amazing. And it's, oh, dude, it's. See now, if you want to go cheap, you just get the basic headsets where you just plug your phone into it. Yeah, you can. And do you that. put your phone on it, and you spent you. Well, I was in Vegas, and I did a VR oh, yeah, yeah. thing. You did like a combat or something like that. It was or Ghostbusters. No? Ghostbusters, right? Yeah, and you wore a pack, and you had the gun, and but you could, but they designed it to where you can actually walk around. It was in the Caesar's Palace. Okay. When you walk through, they had a Star Wars one and a Ghostbuster one. And I wasn't, I was more into Ghostbusters as a kid. You talked about this on the old podcast. Man, so technology, technology was even. Yeah, back. you looked, man. It was the most insane. Yeah, it was. God, it been four years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, looking down, we were in a skyscraper, and I, like, uh, State Puff came and crushed the skyscraper, and 
you look out and like the wind's blowing on you and there's mist. You wear a vest so it shoots mist up at you when the ghost. Ah, uh, it's so that's cool. That's really cool. Let's they check that out. Whole shit up, man. I'm I was hooked. like, I think we're all in the matrix now. Mm-hmm. I, I'm you should have like, been high at that point. Yeah, but, <laughs> but when you take it off, man, I'm telling you, it made me think. No, you start I was walking like, funny and you're like, what the yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, is yeah, going yeah. on? <laughs> well, well, there's a you have two options, right? You can teleport. You hit a button and you like you go to an area, and then you can switch it so you're just moving around. But I started doing that, and within five minutes, I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, so I was like, oh, Motion that's sickness. why everyone teleports around, because you that get makes sense. really sick. It's, I love watching like the YouTube videos of like these old ladies wearing the VR oh, yeah, thing. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Just, oh, it's crazy. You're like freaking out. Falling over <laughs> shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, going back to Star Wars, man, they, uh, the Star Wars one is really cool. And they have that whole VR thing you can put on the TV. Put a little bit further away. Further. They have that VR thing you put on the TV where um, you pretend you have lightsabers and you basically slash at things. It's actually yeah. really cool. Yeah. Um, and then, but yeah, going this, like you were saying earlier, the Star Wars movie, absolutely amazing. 100% worth it. Um, great closure to the the whole entire series. Is this the last one? It's the very last one. They're so not making, making any more. No. no. Are they going to do offshoots like the? They probably will. There, there's talks of doing other things, but without the current cast. Okay. Cool. Well, uh, guys, I think we're good. Um, you want to come in, and say goodbye. We'll say, hey, Mike, we're going to be signing off. Sorry, I'm a little uh, late. I guess uh, give your last party. You know when you uh, when you got kids, where you got to uh, you got to appease okay. the child. And when you tell her you're going to take her to see Star Wars, revival eighteen. Yeah, when you tell her you're going to take her to see Star Wars, you take her to see Star Wars. Kevin, we should do it again sometime. Awesome, all times, all hundred times, all the times. We'll do once we get this whole thing figured out. We're going to do more live podcasts. Apparently, the sound sucked, so uh, this didn't work. Uh, maybe it worked. I don't know, but that's what we'll do. We'll figure stuff out. We got the space. You guys want to come here? I think that's really great. Awesome, and, and we'll do it again. we're going to do live ones with. I want to do a speaker so people can come and listen, just like we they do at the the Drinking the Bros up the road here. Yeah. Yep. Um, UCValor.com. Uh, get it yourself a pair of silkies. Um, do you have anything to plug? ReverendWarriors.com. We we're done. We're done with the year. So yeah, uh, man. Stay tuned for next year's hike. Uh, we're going to start uh, I, I don't know when They're going to release The schedule But it's going to be Coming up Schedule comes out um, They're hashing that out In January By the way Whoever was at Key West Amazing hike That's That was That was one hell of an end yeah. To the year for sure Cool line, That was easy. That was a good time But yeah uh, January they'll hash that out And yeah, you're then gonna, they'll you're be uh, oh, this one. They'll can have I, can the I say, Can I say something Yeah yeah go, yeah, ahead, yeah, go ahead They'll have the uh, schedule wanna, soon If you guys don't Have anybody to Sorry to cut you off Talk a little bit closer if uh, there you go. Christmas, uh, the holidays, whatnot, if you don't have anywhere or anybody to give presents to uh, and, and you're wanting to donate or, or, or help an organization out, um, Warrior's Choice. Uh, they're a company out of uh, West Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, I actually give you the link for it right now. Just got Paul's ass in my face Sorry, and a pair man. of silkies. Um, He's got more hair on his ass than he does on his face, which is true. weirder. <laughs> um yeah, you were looking. It's actually it's, it's an organization for combat vets that are seeking adaptive transitional therapies through a residential retreat. Uh, they offer all kinds of services um, tailored to each vet. Sorry, I got dip in. It is what it is. Uh, tailored to each vet uh, and the service dogs that are uh, bred trained, and the veterans are brought in to learn and handle to finish the pup. Uh, they say finish it off. The kind of to. Help that veteran come in, whether you're a uh, WMT, a, uh, somebody dealing with uh, PTSD, anxiety, depression, those type of things. Um, 
and they uh, they actually they help out uh, everybody from like I said from uh, the double amputees, single amputees to uh, people with uh, those type of uh, PTSD issues after after serving. Uh, they're a great organization, and uh, if, if you don't have anybody to give to or uh, you want to donate, uh, they take dog food. You can donate money to them. You can donate uh, bags of dog food to them, and uh, just get the word out so every, so uh, those guys keep helping other combat veterans. Uh, that uh, that needed. Awesome. Um, so yeah. Shout out to Great American Infidels That's Motorcycle right. Club as well. Warriors Choice Wait, Foundation. Veterans Motorcycle Club. Oh, it's not American Infidels anymore. Or oh, shout out to American Infidels Veterans Motorcycle Club. Um, it's about it, man. Yeah. Thanks for uh, plugging that. Uh, yeah. Christmas time. Gonna have a couple more drinks and uh, enjoy the rest of the night. Yeah. Nice. Let's do it. Happy right. New Year, guys. All right. Yeah, you too. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for having us, man. Absolutely. See y'all next time.